This is episode 73 of How to Be a Steminist. Today I'm going to do something a little bit different than usual. I'm going to read you out a journal entry from the Thursday after I had my mini breakdown on the way to work. If you've listened to my first episode of this podcast, or if you've attended any of my talks or heard any of my interviews that I've done on other people's podcasts and shows, I often refer to this day as a bit of a turning point in my life. And it's just so funny that I've recently found this journal entry about that very day. And it just kind of took me back. I want to share that with you today. And I hope that you get some insights out of who I used to be and how I came to do what I do today. This is the How to Be a Steminist podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany, a proud woman in STEM. To me, being a steminist means creating a wildly fulfilling career without compromising your family or social life. Because when you love your whole life, you become a living example that a career in STEM is where it's at. I'm on a mission to equip women in STEM around the world with strategies to take back control of their career progression, navigate those difficult and awkward gender equality issues, and stop balancing work with life and start enjoying it. If you want to learn all the things no one else teaches you about being a woman in STEM, you've come to the right place. Let's get stuck in. Okay, I have to admit that I did find this journal entry maybe a month and a half ago. And I've been umming and ahhing to myself as to whether this is something I should share. Because if you keep a journal, they are your deepest, darkest thoughts. (laughs) And it's just a very personal thing. But I'm going to tell you how I found this journal entry So you'll know if you listen to this podcast, when I started it back up after I took maternity leave, you will have heard me complain about (laughs) our house move. So when we moved into this house, first of all, very blessed to have a beautiful house. But when we first moved in, it was an absolute tip. The previous owners left it in a complete state and it took us a lot longer to settle into this house than I thought it would. So it took me ages to unpack any of my boxes that I thought, uh, well, the boxes that I needed to unpack just because we had to do a massive deep clean of the house before we could unpack anything and that included some of my work notebooks. So I couldn't actually find the notebook I was using for work until much later. And at the time, I just needed something to write in. So I grabbed any old notebook in the box that was closest and I just I just used it. It was actually one of my husband's old work notebooks that he didn't want. He gave it to me. I started using it for random things and then I just started using the back of it. So I hadn't really looked at what was in the front of that notebook and what I'd written before. And about a month and a half ago, I had left this notebook downstairs on my son's toy box and he started kind of opening it up and flipping through it. And he 
opened up this page that is dated Tuesday the 26th of June 2018. I think I said the wrong day in the intro. I think I said it was the Thursday. But anyway, doesn't matter. This journal entry that he flicked open to was Tuesday the 26th of June 2018. And just before, I didn't, I had no idea what it was and I often read him books. So he flipped to this page. So I was like, oh, do you want, do you want me to read this out to you? And I started reading it out and I realized that this is the first journal entry where I talked about this day, the week before where I had a bit of a, I don't want to say mental breakdown because that is something that is really serious that people go through and it's a very stressful time for them, but I'll say a little mini breakdown that I had on the way to work. I just in the car, I, I spontaneously burst into tears. I had felt so stressed and wound up to that point, but I had no time to even consider the fact that I was stressed and wound up. It just caught up with me. It was totally unexpected. And yeah, so this is this is that journal entry. It's so crazy. So I'm going to take the plunge. I'm going to share it with you. Um, and the reason I want to share this with you is because firstly, I want you to know that if you feel any of these things or you've felt any of these things that I'm going to read, you are totally not alone. So maybe you might find some comfort in knowing that somebody else has gone through the same thing before. A lot of the time when we feel work pressure, that is when we don't share those thoughts. We don't share those experiences because we don't want the people around us to think we're weak or incapable. We don't want our bosses to know that we can't handle the stress. So we keep it all inside. So it's not often that you will hear your uh, colleagues share these sorts of stories with you. I'm in the really fortunate position where I no longer work in the engineering industry. So I feel like I can share this with you very openly without feeling like someone's going to take my job away. Do you know what I mean? So... I'm going to read this out. I have no idea how long it's going to take to read out loud. There are lots of names in this journal entry where I talk about people in my team. So I am going to change the names. I'm going to do it on the fly. I've not decided what names I'm going to give them. So if I trip up, do forgive me. I hope this is insightful. I hope you find it relatable and you might get an insight as to why I do this podcast, why I'm so passionate about helping women just like you to get through their careers in a really happy state, not in a stressed out, burnt out state like I used to be, because I totally get you. I know exactly how it feels. I know how tiresome it is, how much it just plays havoc on your mental health. I have been there. I am with you. So yeah, enjoy. Tuesday, 26th of June, 2018. Today, I'm lucky enough to have a day off for myself. In brackets, with the dogs. I'm having a mental health day off. And so far, I've already fed my body a 
turmeric ginger tea, written three gratitudes for the day, had a really good laugh with Danny and the dogs, fed the dogs and driven Danny to work, meditated for five minutes and found out what an empath is. And it's only 9am. The trigger for this day off was when I was in the car on the way to work last Thursday. I spontaneously burst into tears. I felt so overwhelmed regarding work responsibilities. The thought that was the last straw that broke the camel's back was that I had realised too late it was Thursday. And I had no work lined up for Gemma that day. So Gemma was the undergraduate, so she was doing her vacation work. So she she was still studying, she was in her final year or coming up to her final year and she was uh, doing her summer vacation work experience with us and I hadn't lined up any work for Gemma that day. Okay, continuing on. Yet another responsibility I was getting no help on. Why wasn't anyone helping me? I felt like I spent all my time and effort helping others achieve their goals. Who was there to help me? If I look back over that morning, I was trying so hard to be positive. Danny was rolling around in bed, depressed and just couldn't be bothered. I use the, dep- uh, the term depressed there very loosely, by the way. He wasn't actually depressed. He was just in one of those moods where he couldn't be bothered. Continuing on. I got straight out of bed and tried not to join in. In fact, I'd been trying to be positive all week after binge listening to so many of Melissa Ambrosini podcasts and reading How to Get Shit Done by Erin Falconer. I felt I had so many new tools in my brain that it was a mega surprise to even myself when I found myself sobbing inconsolable in the car that morning. So many thoughts and feelings flooded my headspace in the span of only a few minutes during that out, during my outburst. These are some of those thoughts. I've let Gemma down again. She's going to feel so useless today. I've spent the last month asking around for new work for her. Why isn't anyone helping? I've got to leave for Cerberus. So that is one of the... Uh, the sites that I was working at. I've got to leave for Cerberus at 11.30 today. Who's going to give her work? I needed to spend this morning chasing up fee submissions and preparing for the meeting. I'm spending so much time sorting out other people's stuff and yet again, I've got no time to sort out mine. I should have organized this better. I'm such a lousy leader. Maybe Jasper's right. Jasper was my director and boss. Maybe Jasper's rice. Right. Maybe Jasper's right. I'm too inexperienced for this role. I'm doing such a terrible job at my role. I'm not cut out for it. And people must be starting to find out. I can't take any more emotional dumping from the team on me anymore, although I should be doing it. It's my job, right? Now, the day before this little breakdown on the way to work, Shelley told me about her father who has cancer. She told me how she's having to put her family before her and her partner yet again and she cried. I felt so terrible that she's dealing with so much hurt and emotional pull. The Monday before that, 
poor Darren was explaining how his wife had an epileptic fit and he's not sure what the future holds. He has so much on his plate with the new job, now having to be the only driver in the family and taking his wife to all the medical tests. The week before, Philip pulled me into a room and poured his heart out and his eyeballs about how he has to come to the hard realization that his once cancer-ridden brain is not functioning as quickly as it used to, and he cannot take on such a large project anymore. Julia had complained earlier that day how overwhelmed she was with work, and she was taking on responsibility that wasn't hers. She was frustrated with Carol and Philip for handballing design manager tasks to her. She also expressed frustration that she still didn't know what her role was. Shaz also poured out to me about her partner's father's imminent passing due to motor neuron disease and how her relationship with her partner was on the rocks. They were probably about to break up. Phew! What a week! No wonder I had an outburst. I had felt the world of responsibility on my shoulders trying to help all these people. I felt so deeply for every single one of them and had neglected to have my own feelings. My brain must have been so confused that it just broke down. It was really hard going into work that morning. I felt like anything could have restarted the waterworks. I was feeling super delicate. The worst thing was that I just felt like a massive sook. Okay, so I think sook is an Australian term. Basically, a sook is someone who complains and cries about stuff all the time. Like having a sook is to have a a little cry to yourself. <laughs> right. Um where was I? I just felt like a massive sook. All these people were going through such difficult personal issues and here I was crying about them with my perfect little life. So stupid. I did find solace in finding the term empath this morning though. Empaths are people who are deeply sensitive to other people's emotions and usually feel what they are feeling, sometimes in a really extreme way. I find peace in knowing the term and these people exist. I had just been thinking the day before how sometimes I seem to feel other people's emotions more than they do and that I actually felt annoyed with them and almost like they're being they're being selfish when they're feeling negative emotions. How dare they bring that upon me on purpose? It sounds incredibly dumb and selfish when I say it out loud. The other reason I find comfort in this is that Now I can do some research on how an empath can reduce the impact of other people's emotions on themselves. The thing I think I'm going to struggle with is feeling guilty for, in inverted commas, not caring about the other person because I'm not feeling what they're feeling. I need to remember that feeling others' feelings can help me understand them and maybe help me find a solution for them. But the feeling itself is not so helpful. I will try and find ways to harness my superpower and depress the negative parts of it. All right, enough of my own sob story. The other thing I want to explore is my higher purpose or my dharma, as the Ayurvedics call it. 
Since this is such a difficult question to answer, seeing as I currently have no idea, I'm going to use Sahara Rose's questions as a starting point to get the juices flowing. So Sahara Rose is just breaking out of the journal entry. Sahara Rose is uh, someone who I, I think I came across her work in a podcast that I was listening to and she practices Ayurvedic, I guess, health and mindset. So Ayurveda is a traditional, I think I'm going to, Hopefully I don't get this wrong. I think it's a traditional Sri Lankan, uh, I guess sometimes it's to do with, you know, traditional medicine, but it's also a way of living. And I mentioned the word Dharma there before, and that's basically each person's higher purpose. So every person, they believe that every person is on the earth to achieve or get closer to their Dharma. Um, So Sahara Rose had posted something on her social media which were some questions no they were kind of half sentences for you to finish so there were five no six half sentences that she posted and I use these as prompts to kind of finish those sentences to figure out what my higher purpose was. So this kind of, it's funny reading this back now because now it makes so much sense how I found myself as a leadership coach for women in STEM. Okay, going back into the journal now. So uh, going back to, I'm going to use Sahara Rose's questions as a starting point to get the juices flowing. One, the world would be a better place if everyone had love in their lives. Two, I just wish people would seek understanding. Three, things would be way better if we all learnt unconditional love from Alfie and Pippa. (laughs) They're my two beagles. Four, we could all use a little more self-love and acceptance. Five, I hope that everyone can find their higher purpose. And six, I want to leave this world more altruistic. And that's the end of my journal entry. Rereading this now, there's a few things that kind of stand out to me and the first was that I'm, I was so sad that my past self thought so lowly of myself. I was talking about how I was a lousy leader. I thought, you know, my boss was right that I'm too inexperienced for this role, um, that I was doing a terrible job and I'm not cut out for it. And people must be thinking, oh, she must be such a crap leader. I was so fed up. And also, it just seemed like I had no boundaries. I just let people... I mean, I'm, I'm always there to listen to other people's problems. Um, you know, that's just part of who I am. And I'm not saying that that's something that you have to do if that's not something you want to do. But for me, I pride myself in being a really good listener. I love it when people feel that they can open up to me and I will always keep quiet whatever they want me to 
Um, but isn't it crazy that in the space of just a couple of days, I had what was it like four or five people dump on me their deepest, darkest life stuff and kind of wanting me to do something about it. I don't know. Maybe they didn't want me to do anything about it, but I was so deep into it that I felt like it was my stuff to help them deal with just because I was their team leader. You know, now looking back at it, what am I supposed to do with, uh, someone's wife who had an epileptic fit. I I mean, as their team leader, if I can look at it objectively, what I can do is support this person, um, help them to find ways to maybe work from home when it wasn't so uh, common back then in 2018, so that they could go and pick up their kids because their wife couldn't drive due to having epilepsy. Uh, this guy who, you know, I... I uh, had been a leader to this guy who was quite a lot older than the rest of the team and he'd opened up to me that, yeah, actually, now that he's returned to work, he's realised that his brain isn't quite as sharp as it used to be and it turned out that he had a massive tumour chopped out of his brain and now he's facing the reality of the fact that, yeah, it's actually affected him. There was just all of this stuff and why did I feel back then that it was my responsibility to solve all of these people's life problems? All I could do as their team leader was to support them as much as I could at work, but I was only a small slice of their life. They had other parts of their life, they had other people in their lives to help support them. So I would love to hear what you took away from that. As a leader yourself, do you relate to any of those feelings that I had back then? Do you ever, whoops, my microphone just fell over. Do you ever feel that you take on other people's emotions more than them or more than they expect you to? Do you feel that that sometimes takes too much from you? I'll be really interested to know what you took away and what you think. The final thing I took away from rereading this journal entry was how much clarity I got by writing this stuff down. Could you hear that? Like, as I was writing, I was almost coaching myself. I was almost kind of giving myself a better perspective. There were times in that journal entry where I was like, whoa, of course I felt overwhelmed. Look at all this stuff I've just written down. So if you are in that place at the moment, if you're feeling overwhelmed by work or by something that's stressing you out, whether that's to do with work or home or with your friends, I do encourage you to grab a blank sheet of paper and just start writing all your thoughts down. It's so often that I come to these points in my life where I don't know who to speak to or maybe I'm scared to speak to someone so I just speak to myself. I write it down in a notebook and as I write because it helps to slow my thought processes down and also to put it down on paper and being able to read it back, it really helps me to gain perspective 
So if that's not something you've tried before, I would really give it a go. It could take you, you know, no more than 10 minutes just to get your thoughts down and it might save you months of being confused and in pain. So definitely give that a go. I hope this episode was insightful. I'd love to hear what you think because it is something quite different to what I've done before. If you enjoyed this episode, if you feel that someone in your life could do with listening in of my deepest, darkest thoughts from 2018, or maybe you know someone who's going through a tough time in their own leadership role and you want them to know that they're not alone, please send this episode over to them. You can either send them a link to, you know, wherever you listen to this, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Or if you have a few people you think might be interested, I'd love it if you could share it on social media, either on LinkedIn or on Instagram. Please make sure you tag me. All of my links can be found in the podcast show notes here. I have absolutely loved sharing this with you today. I don't know why I deliberated for so long. I hope you get a lot out of it. If you've been enjoying this podcast show for a while and you would like other women in STEM to know that this is available for them to listen to, to learn from, I would really appreciate it if you could leave this show a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And yeah, I will be back next week with another show for you. By the way, I do still have spaces for enrollment to Limit Free Leader, which is my new training program for female leaders in STEM. So if you are looking for the mindset, skills and knowledge to lead with confidence for the rest of your long and successful career, definitely check this out. There are six modules that I go through with you. They are things that are vital to being a confident leader in STEM as a female, so in a male-dominated environment. Do go and check that out. I'll leave the link in the show notes for you to have a read through at your leisure. Until next week, take care. Take care.